It's time for copying homework with Dalton and Logan. Greetings, and you're on the air with Copying Homework Radio. I'm your host, Logan Lukacs, today as we guide you through some smooth jazz to get you through that work commute this morning. We're now taking requests. We've had one caller on the line who's been waiting for quite some time. We're going to have, go ahead and have him come through. Uh, caller, you're on the air with Copying Homework Radio. Well, what's up, Copying Homework Radio? Okay, 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 okay. We're going to go ahead and just calm things down just a little bit. What's We're, going on, Copying Homework Radio? quite early in the morning. Welcome, Chicago. Copy and homework radio, jazz in the morning. Okay, so we are um, we are an easy listening station, sir. I have a request so, for you. Okay, as long as it is nice and easy, we can uh, accommodate that. I have a request for you, okay, sir. Yes, 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 sir. Sir, what, what what is your name, by the way? My name? Yeah. My name? <laughs> this is what's calming you down? The hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Welcome to Copy and Homework. That took me out of it. Yeah, we. Uh, it might have picked up on the mics. I don't think it did. A door opened in our apartment. By so, itself. <laughs> uh, by itself, about a year ago, we did do a seance, <laughs> and we invited spirits into the house. So, occasionally it happens. It happens. It, we, it does happen. We also got some stompy new neighbors. They are stompy. Dude. They have not <laughs> we got some stompy new neighbors. We also have some new neighbors who love doing laundry at all hours of the night. They're always doing laundry. Well past midnight on some occasions. So <laughs> they're 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 uh, they're a treat to welcome. They weren't around for the no laundry after ten p.m. text. Uh, nope. <laughs> and I don't think our landlord sent out another one. So <laughs> I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to send her a message sometime soon to kind of calm that down. So. I can get some sleep. We got ghosts and stompy neighbors. And ghosts and stompy neighbors. People who love clean laundry. So uh, this is a whirlwind of a podcast, but I'm Logan. Oh, I keep forgetting. And you're... Uh, <laughs> Are we going back into the bit? Oh, fuck. <laughs> back, in, back into the radio show? Oh, no. Oh, God. Who is this? Uh, who are we getting today? I don't... I just woke up. Oh, no. Did you? Did you just nap? You it's ever, Dalton, guys. You ever seen that? It's Dalton over here. No, I was I was going in another bit, but you oh. took me out of it. Oh man. Oh, <laughs> ins- uh, insidious. Were you doing an insidious thing? No, oh. I was doing like an over, like a like that movie with Kurt Russell in it, where he kidnaps a lady who has amnesia. Oh, overboard. They, yeah, is that overboard? I think it's overboard. Oh, overboard. <laughs> ah. <laughs> well, it's copying homework. We're uh, we're officially on Spotify. Especially on Spotify. How did that happen? So I was on our host, uh-huh. and so we pay money for a host. You don't always have to do that. It's good because you can see analytics for any of you who like the behind-the-scenes stuff, and it makes some stuff nice. Our host is questionably bad. Our host is fucking terrible. But there's not like a ton of good ho- Whatever. There are better ones. We probably should look into switching, especially now we have new episodes or a whole new podcast. But... One good thing about our host was I was clicking around today trying to learn how to change the album art, which you're welcome, everyone. We now have beautiful, actual copying homework album, album art. art out there. One of the nicest things Dalton's ever texted me, in that it was good. <laughs> <laughs> Said, that gets good. That's fine. It was emphatic. It was. <laughs> it was. It was much more reassuring. But um, I saw on, I think it said. Either it doesn't matter what the link was, but this whole thing popped up that I just never really clicked on because we're already on iTunes, and we're already on Stitcher, yeah, and those are relatively easy. But then there's just a button that said connect to Spotify, 
We never clicked it. I just said, click. And it said, okay, here's your Spotify link. And then all the episodes were on Spotify. I feel like I, I could be making this up, but I, I also have like a memory in my head of you going like, when we first started this, going like, we could connect it to Spotify, but nobody uses Spotify for No, podcasts. no. Okay, so that was like a year and a half ago. But also, yeah, we could always connect it to Spotify the same way we could connect it to iTunes, but we'd have to go through the approval process. And I think based on the pie chart that I was seeing at the time, it was somewhere around... 80% of people use iTunes for yeah, podcasts. 20 percent Who really uses Spotify? But it's cool. It's cool to be on Spotify next to some of our greatest musician heroes. Yeah. Right, on Spotify. Right next to the Red Hot Chili Peppers and the Spider-Verse soundtrack. Is that what's yours? Is That's all I listen to, man. Chili man. Peps and Spider-Verse, bruh. Chili Peps and Spider-Verse. That's all I listen to. Chili Peppers are coming out with a cover of the Spider-Verse sound. The whole soundtrack? Yeah. <laughs> They're doing the entire, yeah. what's up, danger? <laughs> <laughs> Addicted to the danger. That's a little mix-up of can't stop and what's up, danger. We got good reviews on our podcast. On the on the apps or just? Not on the apps. No one does that anymore. If you want to, do it. That'd be, be great, great, guys. Go ahead, do that. I think most people who still listen probably have done one already, but every little review Get a new helps. phone. Make a new account. It's been about eight months. Since we've got a review, I think. You could have gotten a new phone by Maybe then. Maybe six months or something like that. So go ahead and get out there and review it if you haven't yet. But some good feedback on the, the the not necessarily the music I know we want to switch up. Yeah. I know that, that I, I want to switch that up too. It's going to be the same for this episode because I don't think we're going to change it. By oh, the time this goes. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's a 10 second click off. Um, but super fan Robbie said quickest hour he's ever gotten through. <laughs> Is that a compliment? I think it's a compliment. Okay, I think he's... Well, now that I say it back, (laughs) what were the other hours? But, uh... Uh, I've got to tell you guys, that's the quickest hour of of your podcast I've had. And uh, it's been a chore for a while. (laughs) (laughs) But we heard good things, so I hope everybody likes the new pod. Yeah. I like the new pod. I gave it a listen. Did you? I did. I still won't. I used to do that. Back in the day, with oh, you're back on it with homework with friends. I started doing it recently, <sighs> out of curiosity. I got to the point where I didn't like I didn't like love listening to it before, mm-hmm. but I liked listening to it just to kind of see how it flowed, yeah. see if there was lulls, things like that. You know, was this phenomenon that everybody's latching onto? I want to listen no to it too. Stop talking about. And it. I was like, wow, you guys really did it. Uh, you made a podcast. Who's done that before? No one. And I listened to the recent one, and I said, I like these guys. I like them. These are fun guys. Yeah. Are they pushing any boundaries? No. No. We're right where we should be. Should we be pushing boundaries? No. No. No, that's not us. That's not us. Not our place. We're middle of the line. I struggled for a while wondering, what is my creative place? What are two... Straight white men's creative place in the podcast game. Right in the middle. Right in the... Do, you know, nothing. Don't do any harm, for sure. Do as much good as you can. Do as much good as you can. And, uh, you know, don't try to do too much. Don't try to do... Right in the middle. I think my comments last week about the honeybees, and that I would save them, but I don't understand it. That's about the theme of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. But I'm on the but good side. Y'all seem to care a lot about yeah. these bees. Think of an issue you have, no matter what your stances on things so are. So we're officially 
So just think of any issue. Co-sponsored with. And here's what I'll say. What are you going to say? I don't get it, <laughs> but I'm on your side. I'm on your side. Unless it's bad stuff. Whatever it is. Yeah, if it's bad stuff, nuh-uh. If it's bad stuff, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. But I'm on your side. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little angel and the devil dichotomy we got going on. This episode is sponsored, by the way. Did you know that? By what? By Sarah Ginter. She sent us money? No, but she did oh. get me wine for my birthday oh. <laughs> that I'm now drinking. It's been a minute since we've had that, so but this, thank you, Sarah. That's nice. For the yeah. lovely 99 crime. Is it 19? 19 crimes. 19 I was thinking crimes. 99 bananas. 99. That goes what to my next you, gift. I'll <laughs> be like freshman year all over again, which also harkens back to a previous episode when Annette got us money for 19 crimes. So yeah, I remember. All fun. All this to say, guys, send us money again. No, we didn't need to stop asking for that. Oh, cool. No Whatever. more money. Well, how about pro- just promoting our I'm, podcast? Actually, yeah. That's that's more needed. <laughs> Maybe do that. <laughs> I'm, we're good on the money. Good on the money until we start a Patreon, in which case, give us money again. But, uh, Don, what's going on? Patreon? Patreon? Yeah. What? Excuse me? I don't know what that is. It's uh, it's something where you can set up an account with your bank account, and people basically subscribe to you specifically. To do what? Whatever it is. So there's a lot of podcasts oh. to have a Patreon, and people will pay like five bucks a month to do it, and they get like bonus content, or they any, get episodes you sooner. These dummies would pay five bucks a month. I maybe a buck a month. You can go low. <laughs> Some of these dummies definitely play a buck a month. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't getting this shit for free no more, people. All right. Look out for the Patreon in the description of this episode. I never episode. heard of a Patreon. I it's cool. I mean, you can run into some issues because it's like a Kickstarter almost, but an ongoing one. Yeah. Where, number one, people going to want, people need to want to do it. Mm-hmm. And you also do need to provide what it is you're saying. Meaning... Right now, we just put out the podcast every week, questionably, and then that's pretty much it. So a lot of podcasts will do extra content, like a, you know, like we used to record extra like half hour things and put yeah. it out when we didn't have an episode out. Those would become like premium content for people, and I think you can host it right there on the Patreon if I'm not mistaken. Or you do like videos. We don't stuff. need to talk about this anymore. That's not fun, is it? No, I hated it. If you want a Patreon, DM us. If they want to make one? If they want to make one for us <laughs> with their bank account? <laughs> yes. Should we do this podcast now? What are you talking about? What? We haven't been doing the pod? What? I am aghast at you, sir. What? Now that you are the time master, you've really become too strict about what we do. No, I haven't. I know. How's your world, man? What are you doing? How's your arm? Not good. That's mm. nah, fine. Yeah, is it, it better than it last hurts. week? It hurts all the time. Don't tore his rotator cuff, we guys. We talked about it last week. I know. I'm just catching people up. Are you fucking kidding me, man? <laughs> Can't imagine they like that. Yeah, well, they're getting it. There's an hour of bullshit they sift through in a week. I can't imagine every... Actually, probably all 10 people. That was early on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, No, it's fine. It hurts, but, but you know, whatever. Yeah. That's all I got. That's all my updates. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I had the birthday. You had a birthday. <laughs> I was thankful for everybody who came to the party. That was fun. You had a birthday party. A little birthday party. Uh, a random person walked into the apartment. That was weird. That was strange. Um, There's people go- coming back and forth. Trying to get to Hollywood. 
Yeah, apparently she was trying to get to Hollywood. It was peculiar. Um, she has to buy a beer. We should have seen what she had in her wallet. <laughs> <laughs> um, Looking yeah. back now, I think it would have made sense. So that was a strange event that occurred. But beyond that, it was a, it was a nice birthday. Uh, spent the day with Boo Boo on my birthday. Made got some steak and potatoes. A little steak and potato. Steak and potato dinner. Watched some Stranger Things. What'd you think about Stranger Things? All of it. About my birthday or Stranger Things? Steak, potatoes, Stranger Things birthday. Birthday was good. Lump them all into one. Twenty-seven. We we probably talked about this last birthday podcast. Who's one of ours? Mine's not. Mine's later. I know yours is later. <laughs> But I'm saying we've probably talked about birthdays and significance of birthdays. That was a year ago. You're you're right. They don't even remember what a week ago is by my own logic. Yeah. So uh, birthdays for me. <laughs> you see, he's <laughs> <laughs> a thing. Birthday. I think. Okay, so I think last year 26 felt old, old. Like 26 felt like much older birthday. 26 was scary. I didn't like 26. 27. I'm not even thinking about the number. I'm thinking about the period of time of 26 to 30 as one thing. So I feel like I'm just a quarter of the way done with 26 to 30. Yeah, it makes sense. I'm just like one lap. I'm like three more laps away from from 30. That's kind of 27 how seems it. way way easier of a transition than 26. Yeah, because at this point it's like, man, I'm fucking. It's kind of like I'm when they over the hump, man. When they did, uh, when they'll do like the Twilight movies, or they'll do, you know, the Harry Potter movies. It's like everyone's a year, and then that last one really stretch it out. Or part two, part <laughs> yeah. one and two. You know? This is part two of four of my end of twenties adventure. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah, that's that makes sense. Twenty seven. Good I, way to cope. I had a phone. <laughs> I had a, a call on. Uh, th- uh, Tuesday morning, and obviously I, d- I didn't work on Monday, my birthday. Mm-hmm. What's up? Word up. Never work on your birthday. Yeah, well, also wasn't scheduled to work, uh, and didn't have to do hours for the other place. But I was I hopped on this call with a couple of people. We we're talking about a magazine that we're about to put out. But I, <laughs> they were like, "How was your birthday?" And I said, "27, one year closer to heaven." Crickets. <laughs> Much like what just happened. Yeah, it didn't fly. <laughs> <laughs> not for comedic value, not for existential dread value. Just didn't work. Yeah, that's a tough one, man. And that's where I'm starting to say, I think I'm losing my edge. 27, not as funny. 20, yeah, now you can't even rhyme it. It's just not as funny. Well, yeah, if it rhymed, it would, be, it would make too much sense. 27. You'd still have your edge. For the life of me, I can't imagine if we talked about this last year. 27 is one of the main years. 27 is one of the years where you you probably should have done stuff <laughs> by now. Yeah, you've done stuff. I know, no, no. I'm just, I know that. That's what I mean. I have done stuff. But I'm just saying it's one of the year 27, 28, 29, like the back nine of the 20s. If you were to like see a, like a, an author yeah. and you like look at their age and it says 23, you're like, whoa, you wrote a book at 23. That's pretty, pretty impressive. You got a published Nobody's book. Nobody's writing books at 23. I know. A few people are, though, and it's impressive. Yeah, it was very small, but very you, few. You get to 27, it's more like good on you. Like good good authors now, are like, I feel like they're hitting their stride in their 30s. 30s and 40s, but like their first books are coming out around now. Yeah. I'd say it's not that impressive. Yeah. 27, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm getting to, to hit those normal ages. It's very normal age. 27, man. 
It's a normal age. Normal. I guess I still got to It's not really weeks. inducing any of the crisis that 26 did. Yeah, you're old as fuck. Dude. Yeah, dude, I'm so fucking old. But it's there. I just am still, I'm a guy. You're what? I'm just a guy. I'm a man. You think you're a man? <laughs> <laughs> Dalton, I got a new segment for today. What is it? Cue the music! There's not actually music playing live, so you have to act like it's exciting, Dalton, but there is very... Well, I know, but we have to be quiet for the music. To no, 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 the music's going to be playing during it, because this is a pulse-pounding segment. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so this is really good. This is called Pop Quiz! I hate these. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking about it today. Every time I hate them. I know, I was thinking about it today, but kind of how this podcast is, if you really contextualize what it is, and I know we don't want to overthink is it? it. We're like two kids... Sitting in the back of the class, screwing around. That's kind of the theme of it. You know what I mean? We're just kind of slacking off, slacking off, slacking off till one of these days, the teacher's going to have to get our attention and boom, pop quiz. Okay. Hit us with some, going to hit you with some trivia. <laughs> okay, go. I think everybody likes the trivia. Yeah, home. go. Okay, okay. You ready? Yeah, I never do right. well. Is. I'm going to do five questions. Five questions. This is just pop quiz. Do it. And you can always pop quiz me. I don't want to. I know you're not going to do it. Not right now. I'm sure. Probably okay. won't do whatever. Into which sea does the Nile flow? Uh... Sea? Mm-hmm. Specifically sea? Yes. Like the... like the Black sea. It's the Mediterranean. Shit. All right. Three continents lie on the Tropic of Capricorn. South America is one. Name any of the other two. On the continent of Capricorn? On the Tropic of Capricorn. Three three continents lie. It's the, the, the thing, I believe, right below the equator. Africa? Ding, ding, ding. Uh, and then... Antarctica. No, it's too far south. We're looking for Let's Australia. See. There's like a... There's a south pole. Hmm? There's a south pole. Oh, I yeah, forgot, but the Capricorn I forgot Australia is a continent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Capricorn is just a little bit south of the equator. All right, on to the next one. In America, oh god, <laughs> what what coin? What do you call the ten cent coin in America? That's the question. I is it a trick might, question? <laughs> no, I think this might be Dime? like. Yeah, I think this <laughs> might be like from England. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Afrikaans. A-F-R-I-K-A-A-N-S was developed from which European language? French. It was Dutch. And your final question on this pop quiz. Dutch is barely a language. An ornitonique is a cross between a tangerine and which other fruit? An orantique. Orange? Uh, Ding, ding, ding! You got it right! I think you got... 50%. 50%. 50%. 50%. And that was Pop Quiz. That checks out. How you feel? Fine. Test some new stuff out here. Um, where did you pull those from? I just went to uh, Free Pop Quiz, and then uh, Free Pub Trivia thing came up. I, I stickied to the thing. There's a bunch of different quizzes you can do. That was just a general knowledge one. Look at that. So, new segment. Yes. Fun. It's fun for everyone. Everybody at home went, oh, oh, cool. That's fun. If you did better than me, good job. Oh, I don't know if, I mean, maybe people would have got the Nile one. I forgot, the, I forgot about the Mediterranean thing. I mean, the Afrikaans one, that's a toss-up. I wouldn't have got that. I was going to say English. Dutch is, a hundred people speak Dutch. 
Do they? Total. Um, so this is going to be one of those honeybee type situations. Who speaks Dutch? Is Dutch German? Dutch is not German, is it? It's a, I think it's close. Like, if something's Deutschland, isn't that German? I, I think that Dutch is a close, like, I think that there's probably some crossovers with German. I'm going to... Is Dutch closer to English I know who's or supposed to speak it, but do they actually? So Dutch is a Germanic... No, Dutch is closer to English than it is German. What? By a fair bit, this Google search says. Who is Google? I don't know. Plus, there's a lot of videos on YouTube of how similar are German and Dutch. So, I guess we're not the first people to think of this. Who speaks Dutch? <laughs> <laughs> I th- I don't know. Gun to my head, I couldn't tell you. Somebody tweeted me one single person I know that speaks Dutch. Can I tell you my secret shame? What? When it comes to most, I think, trivia or general knowledge. Okay. It's geography and languages and stuff, man. I suck at them. Geography throws me off a lot. You could tell me there's any number of countries, and I would just nod my head and say yes. I know what's too low sounding, and I kind of know what's too high sounding. I don't know. Is it 192? Is that how many I think if are? I really had to like sit down and like figure stuff out, like if you gave me some time, I'm good at it. Okay, there's 195 countries. On the spot, not good. Yeah, I mean, some people, that really clicks for them, like understanding that there's a world and there's places and things like that. But I remember how many kids really knew all the capitals of all the states. And still I said, don't. I don't, I didn't really know all the states for a while. I knew all the states. I still could probably only name like 15 capitals. And by for a while, I mean until I was like, you know, like 13. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know why people would know the capitals. I think people like playing the game of it. Eh. You know what I said to that? Do something better. Hey, and we support fuck yourself. And, <laughs> <laughs> and we support you in whatever you want to do. But also, dude. Also, go outside. Did, when I was um, when I was a junior in high school, uh-huh. taking us back to the high school pod, what? high school pod, high school pod. So I was in. So freshman year, I was in. There was an option for an honors or an AP, and if there was, maybe no one told me. But there was probably actually kept it. From I actually you. think there probably was an honors <laughs> history. There's usually an, an honors. There's usually going to be an honors. AP history. There usually is. Okay, so I was in the middle of the road one. I was in scholarship history, is what they called it. So uh, it was fine. It was an okay class. And uh, the sec my sophomore year, I was also in another scholarship history class. But I just realized, like, I just think I just went with whatever my advisor was saying. But I was still getting like A's and everything. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, I should bump up. But then I was like, but I don't care enough about history. Maybe I should bump down. <laughs> because scholarship did, like scholarship of history didn't get you anything special. It wasn't no. like an honors class where your GPA could get higher up. Yeah. Could, it wasn't out of five. It was still just out of four. So an A was just a four. And I didn't care enough about history to like get into a harder history class that I didn't care about. Have to try harder to not get that much or stay the same way. Try as hard where I could just go the, the, the wackest route and just do the easy one and just blow yeah. everyone out of the water. So I did that, and I destroyed everyone in that class. Like, I was – I think at one point the teacher was like, you're not supposed to be in this class. Like, why are you in here? I just sat in the back. I drew the whole time. I, like, read the USA Today. But I remember the most mind-blowing – I mean, obviously I was a dick about it. Like, I 
not like a dick. I was like quiet and kept to myself and just would ace the tests and stuff. But there was like kids in that class who were legitimately like needed the teacher's attention and like struggling yeah. through like pretty basic ideas of democracy. And I think it was just general American history is what we were doing. And I remember losing it one day because we got our test and the test was like not even just a test to take the test. It was the study guide for the test and we got it and it was just a blank map of the United States. And what we did the rest of that class was the teacher taught us how to remember what all the states were. <laughs> so he And that's when you finally learned all the states. And that's when I learned all <laughs> <laughs> No, but he had one of those like overhead projectors where he was mar- he's like, and then this is California. Um, you go above that, that's Oregon. <laughs> you go above that, that's Washington. You know how I remember that? It spells cow. <laughs> When you go up, I was like, "No, <laughs> I'm not supposed." There's to. people who need that, man. I know they needed that. I definitely know they need it. But I was, I just remember going like, "This is crazy." You it was, did it to yourself. I know, but it was. I was a junior in high school. Well, I was studying challenging things. I was reading the Grapes of Wrath at that point. Yeah, but and I mean, also learning where California was. But I did all that to say the class wasn't for me. Yeah. Right, that's yeah, what it's laughable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that people need that that delivery of education, not the funny part. The funny part was yeah. I was earnestly in that class. Ours is called college prep, not scholarship. Mm. I would have never. I had heard that. I would never dip below college prep. That would have been mind numbing. That was the only time I ever did it. And if you were in school, or if you were in general or non college prep, it was. I mean. With history, there really wasn't a remedial one. So, like, general and remedial were kind of bumped together. But it was a strange experience. I mean, you get to – I met – my class My class was, like, 700 kids. So, like, you met students I never – I had never seen before. You ever become friends with any of them? I did. It was nice. It was, was like – it was a fun way to, like, meet new people in your class. And I wasn't above them. I just got the material quicker, guys. I know you're like out there thinking, like, I'm an elitist. You sound so fucking uppity right now, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was weird. You're fucked up, man. And I'll say, too, other kids in the class thought it was goofy that we were learning the states, too. They weren't like... Eh, it's not backpedaling. They weren't man. like going, like, which one's Ohio? It was... People were like, we got this. Which one's Ohio? Of course they weren't saying that. You were in Ohio, dude. They knew. That's the only one they did know. Guys, man, Don's being <laughs> a bully. <laughs> We're a high school podcast. Dalton's a bully. You ain't lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's the next segment? Well, you know what it is, man. It's time for that show and tell. Show and tell. I forgot I saved one from last week. I'm excited for yeah, it. Yeah, well, let's... I hope this is the one that I saved and didn't tell. Let's let that music play. Show and tell. What you got, man? Okay, so I already told you this, so... That's fine. This is, I mean, this is for the people. But I don't think I told it last week. It was like a, a an extra one that I had. Show and tell this week for me. You might ha- you might be able to do this. You might not. This is something I did recently. I went down to the, I went down to the Marshalls. Yes. With one specific goal in mind. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking and about. I said, this is a good one. I said, I'm resetting my whole sock game. I'm changing up <laughs> everything. So I bought four packs of socks, 24 new pairs of socks in total. I came home. I tossed out my whole drawer. All of them. <laughs> they're gone. I threw away every old sock I had 
and just loaded it up with new ones. And I got to tell you, man, it, it is heaven. You're in New Sock heaven. Yes. Before you mentioned anything about it, you were sitting on the couch. Your feet were slumped lazily upon the ottoman. I noticed you had some clean socks on, some clean, tall, white tubes. And I said, yeah. mentally, I'm like, my boy's got clean socks. Like, yeah. I knew it was a fresh pack. I didn't know how wild and out you went on it. Oh, yeah. It was only like 32 bucks. Damn. To just redo all your socks. Redo all of them. How many pairs yeah. is that? 24 pairs. That's not bad. I got uh, six pairs of... That's like a buck 30 a pair. Yeah, I got six pairs of tall black socks, six pairs of tall white socks, and 12 pairs of no-show socks. Damn. That's all I wear. Whew. Got those clean socks, got fanny packs. Yeah, man. You're stepping your fashion game up it's in 2019. It's a whole new world. This is, uh, this is your hot girl summer. Step my glow up. It's your glow up. <laughs> <laughs> my glow up is I got new socks and a fanny pack. This is my hot summer. The 90s. Hot girl summer. Hot girl summer, man. I had a girl say that to me the other day, like, this is my hot girl summer, and I was like, oh, okay. I don't know what that Here's means. what, going to the very beginning of this podcast, we don't need to comment on hot girl summer. It's not for us. We shouldn't talk about it. But how can it be someone's specific hot girl summer if everyone's saying it's hot girl summer? Is that part of it? Like saying is that it's a your thing? Hot... Is that a thing this summer, summer specifically? This summer? <laughs> I don't know why. Is it that... hot girl summer? Is it a thing this summer? Yeah, dude, people, like, hot girl summer is a thing now. That's what people are kind of calling it. I think girls are... Widely hotter now, and <laughs> well, people. I are think in, that girls are figuring out how to dress real good. I've just also noticed it on like Twitter. A lot of people are posting ironically, like dumpy looking pictures. Yeah, and going, like hot girl summer. That's just Twitter being. So Twitter, it's going. You know? Yeah, Twitter is just all jokes. But um, but here's what I'm saying. I think that girls are really figuring out how to dress nowadays. You're getting it. You're, you guys you're are starting to. It. You're starting to see. <laughs> <laughs> girl, gals. Keep it up. Keep it up. You and are, you know what? You're a killing it, man. Just to balance it out, guys keep it up. Guys are doing a great guys job. Guys keep it up too, man. Everybody, all the cool kids, all the cool DePaul kids coming to the coffee shop I see around. I think they're doing good. They're dressing cool. <laughs> <laughs> a classic burp for you guys. <laughs> so this is your hot sock summer. Hot socks summer. I thought I had. I thought of another one on the train, but Did I, you? I, uh, I don't. I think show it and tell is really where you thrive. I don't know it now. You you go. My show and tell. Yeah. Show and tell is where I don't thrive, man. I have a hard time with show and tell. You do the same stuff a lot. They always come out to being the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I got a couple things. You got. You're a strict routine guy. I have such a routine. So throughout. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, like through in my life, I yeah. Do a so lot you don't of try stuff. new things like daily. No, no, no. And like every time I think of show and tell, I just like, I, it's it's stuff that's so basic that everyone else is doing it. Like for a second today, I I saved a Spotify playlist. Two things to that. You were going to do another Spotify playlist? Yes. Okay. Exactly. Well, okay. Number one, I just did that. Like in my head, I was like, this could be a good show and tell. Because I was listening to this. I was listening to a Discover Weekly. I was about to recommend Discover Weekly. It's the thing that literally recommends music to you. I don't need to do that. I didn't. My Discover Weekly was bumping. Dude, honestly, same. It was hot track summer for me, and I was loving it. Saved the playlist. That's aside the point. (laughs) It's not what I'm actually recommending. And then I just was like, then I started listening to a new podcast this past week. I'll plug it the end of my show and tell because I still want to plug it. Mm -hmm. But once again, I was like, I have uh, twice. I think I've recommended podcasts. So you know what I you know what I have been doing. What? Recently, I got a new sketchbook for my birthday. New sketchbook. So for the past three days, and, and it's a sketchbook I wouldn't normally buy. 
because the paper is a little bit different than thinner. Well, it's just it's just not this. It doesn't take whiter. It is whiter. Whoa! It's like bright white. One out of three. But it wouldn't. It doesn't necessarily. It wouldn't take like the markers I like to use a lot. I know this is super relatable content, you guys. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's like one person. Like I get it. Oh yeah, your your Prismacolor uh, shader pens. Uh, but uh, but I got that and a nice new pen that um, coincidentally works really well with it. Mm-hmm. All for my boo boo, I must say. They she were... got it all for your birthday. Yeah, it's probably a little birthday gift. New uh, pen and new paper. Pen and paper, and it, well, once again, it was it wasn't something I would normally buy for myself because I just I have this like Strathmore six by nine hundred page sketchbook uh, with semi thick paper that I always get. I missed half of those words. I know, man. <laughs> 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 but that's usually what I get, um, and I just have dozens of them at this point. But I got this new sketchbook, and honestly, having the sketchbook, feeling the different pen, I felt like a kid in a candy store again. You're just drawing lines, man. I was drawing some shit that I have not drawn since high school. In the sense like of, well, I used to just like put my pen to the paper and just go fucking nutty and just draw really weird stuff. Uh-huh. And I draw like weird stuff sometimes nowadays, more or less. It's like a little bit more mundane or it's like an animal or it's these few characters that I do. But like truly like wilding out stuff that's really just for me, I haven't done in a long time. And even doing that kind of just like reopened some cartoony floodgates in my brain. And just, I mean, I'm only a few pages into the sketchbook, but I'm really liking what I'm drawing again. Hey, that's nice. And I've been liking what I've been drawing. That, like a sketchbook does that? To a me, a sketchbook does that. A different type of thing? Yeah, it's like running a new route where you don't know where anything else is at. Yeah. And you're kind of like, I can think I can go further because I just don't know how far far is right now. Yeah. Or any type of craft that you do. I think when you switch up the context of what you're doing, it makes it kind of fun again. And I was like posting them on Instagram, not just because I, I got to get a drawing up today, but I was like, I kind of like this one. I'm going to put this on, make it kind of fun. And so I'm saying maybe it's not get a new sketchbook is my recommendation. But if you got something you do all the time, maybe it's coffee. Maybe it's uh, an activity with a, a, a person you often do activities with, whatever it might be. You're going to suggest switching to, to a different person? Switch, switch people. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna say switch up your routine. Yeah. Switch, change the routine on your routine. So still do the thing that you would do, but switch it up a little bit a in little its place. Different. Do it a little bit different. You go play 18 every day. Maybe hit the driving range instead. Yeah, hit the driving range. Maybe you know, go putt putting. Go putt putting. Maybe you know, might have fun. Might have a little bit of fun. So with this, yeah, I, I was thinking about that with, with music, with pot, like anything that you do every single day and you do the same thing all the time. Maybe you're really used to like a certain type of food that you're always eating. Fucking switch it up, buddy. Switch it up. Switch it up, switch buddy. It up. Get a sketchbook. <laughs> <laughs> Buy this sketchbook. Yeah. So that's my show and tell for this week. And then I'd also say Live to Tape with Johnny Pemberton. It's a podcast. I've been listening to it over the past week. It's fucking weird, but it's cool. About what? It's really just it's a it's basically another conversation podcast, but he has this giant mixing board. He usually has comedians on, but he's also the kind of guy who's like, Oh, I know like a my dad knows like a neuroscientist. I'm gonna call him and just have a weird conversation with like a neuroscientist for like an hour. Or he did it with like a a bug scientist too. And so he just he, a bug a bu- an entomologist. I was trying to tone it down for you lay people. 
<laughs> but but with people he's obviously more familiar with, um, he has his giant mixing board, and he'll he'll just like start playing songs, and he'll like change the vocal. He has one with Nick Kroll that's really interesting, where they're basically he they'll do a bit, and like he'll change their voice, like he'll do like voice changes mm-hmm. on it, and they'll go hard on the bit for a little bit and then they'll fade it back to normal and then that kind of like cues the guest to go back into like being normal and then occasionally he'll just fucking turn up the faders again they just go right back to bits (laughs) it's really really like sonically strange and i think that's one of his missions with knowing he has a pretty mundane podcast and that's just two people talking is that he tries to make it sound really cool and it legit does so check that out that's cool too check it out uh, I remember what my other one was. Oh, wrapping up. Show and tell. I remember what my other one what was. What was your other one? Zoltan. Here we go. Zoltan. Remember who used to say that to you? Like, Zoltan? Yeah. I do. <laughs> Zoltan. <laughs> What's next? Zoltan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot it again for a second, but it's back. It's back. Sorry, I jammed you up. Um... So, some of you may have already read this. Some of you may have not. Okay. It's a major motion picture currently, and the sequel is coming out soon. But I, yesterday, I bought It by Stephen King. Oh, the book. And boy, oh boy, is, I've, I've cranked out like 125 pages. You're in. In, in, like, a, in like two sits. Okay. It is a, it's a page turner, man. It really is. It huh? is. Yeah, it's... Hmm. it's um. Because they, like, he, uh, man, I guess I have never read any Stephen King. I should preface this with that. And I've done, like, three myself. I don't know why I haven't, but that dude can build up the suspense in a book, man. He, like, gives you, like, the littlest bit of, like, something that's about to happen, and then he just goes on, like, a four-page tangent. And you're like, I gotta get through this shit so I find out what happens. Like, what is going on? That dude's wild, man. Uh, he's a hot take. Not many people say this. Stephen King is good at what he does. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it is fucking dope. It's I am cannot I I want I want this podcast to be done so I can go read some more. So catch up. So if you're out there, catch up on it. I'm hoping you're done soon. I'm gonna steal that book. Maybe catch up on it myself before the movie comes out. I think we got some time. Was it come out September? September, about a month. I could see myself finishing that book in like two to three weeks. Man, if I was commuting on the train again, best believe that book yeah. would be going down. It, it goes down easy. I know a lot of people who have read it since the first movie came out and really liked it. So Yeah, it's way different so far. Yeah, I mean... Like some big things happen like right at the beginning. There's so much book that... Like some movie two stuff happens. Like, well, right, yeah, that's the... Right um, at the beginning. The way the book is written, I believe, is it more intermixes the first... Yeah, it the, does. The, the concurrent plot lines in the movie decided to, A, cut a bunch of shit, but make it past and future... So, yeah, it's um probably pretty smart. The book is heavy future right at the beginning. It's like a little bit of the past, but then real heavy future at the beginning. Ah, but hey, power power to Stephen King. I read on writing his uh, writing mm-hmm. memoir last year. Fucking good. Fucking good. Fucking good, man. And that's a show and tell. Woo! Hell yeah, that's a beefy show and tell. That's a good one. Yeah, love that show and tell. You think anybody ever takes any of our advice? Um, if you took our, if you take our advice, send me a picture with you and your fanny pack. You I would bitch. think my advice so far has been <laughs> <laughs> your advice has been very like has been like physical objects. Mine has been pretty holistic. 
like Spotify playlist. Spotify playlist and change things up, baby. <laughs> uh, so we'll see. Yeah, if you guys do, yeah, if you guys use it, give, t- 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 tweet at us. <laughs> Let us know. Uh, homework pod at Twitter is bumping, bumping nowadays. I don't think that it is, man. It's you not tweeting. No, I tweeted a bunch today. What did you tweet? I was tweeting a handful of things. All right. I've been tweeting a lot, too, lately. I've been popping off on it. I like Twitter. Twitter's back. <laughs> Newson, uh, I'm adding a show until Twitter's back. I just man. realized I haven't. T- I had, I post- if you're out there and you don't have a Twitter, fuck yourself. I posted the new art on Twitter, and then I uh, like immediately did a couple other tweets. And I retweeted the own art a couple times because I think it's funny to do that. <laughs> That's when I retweet for visibility. So if you're at, hey, at Homer Pot at Twitter is my Twitter. Dalton, you're... Dalton Gene Lee. Yep, so that's us on Twitter. It's a good way. It's probably a good way to get in contact with us. Yeah, I tweet. I love tweeting, man. Yeah, so we're, tw- we're tweetaholics. Uh, what do we have? Oh, social studies. It's social studies. We got social studies. All right, ready for social studies? Yeah. Social studies with social buddies. Social studies. That's a new song. I'll probably take that audio clip, put some music behind it. So we this week for social studies, and if you guys want to get interactive with the podcast, you can follow me. I'm at Logan's underscore sketchbook. That's Logan's underscore sketchbook. Uh, we do polls every week before we record uh, to, to to different things. Dalton, yeah. you're Dal- at Dalton Gene Lee as Same well. Same as the Twitter. All socials are pretty similar for you. So I just asked a single word suggestion today. So let's see if I can't find it. Also, I said, how good is new podcast art on a new poll? When? When did you do that? I did. You rated it low. Oh, yeah. I was fucking around. (laughs) (laughs) But the average is like pretty high. (laughs) Most (laughs) people like it. Also, but if you write negative things in that legit, you guys are mean. Everybody knows you're fishing for compliments when you do that. (laughs) Give me compliments. Come on. I I would do a legit poll. Um, so we got a few words here from uh, some super fans, some familiar names out here. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do one from Tilu. Picking Tilu's? Yeah, Tilu. I know he teased him potentially being on the podcast this week, but he might be on next week. Next week, maybe. Here's the thing. Here's what we're going to do. For those of you who don't get your responses uh, read, we're going to bank them. We're going to bank them. We'll read them out. We'll read them later. They're evergreen. If one's ever short, we always have extra ones to go to, so we're not going to try to burn through too many. But no, I think no, Tyler's no, yeah. Tyler's could be interesting. And if it sucks, guess what? We might we we'll probably have time for another one. So Tyler uh, put in Mesopotamia. That could be it. Everything or nothing. Yeah, there's one. There's one that seems a little bit more fun. I'll, I'll go to that afterwards. So Mesopotamia. Going to the news on Mesopotamia. What's the news? News on Mesopotamia. Uh, as you can imagine, there's not a lot the, uh, of news on Mesopotamia. <laughs> the Rock was a Mesopotamian and Scorpion King. There was they were like the best warriors. Oh, that's good. Oh, check this out. What? Okay, we got a good one for Mesopotamia. Hey, here's a new rule for social studies: we're no longer doing the first one we see. We're just doing an interesting one. Probably a smart idea. Yeah, because uh, we get we get stuck in a little corner here. Um, so we got here, here's a, the headline, AI is coming closer to deciphering lost languages. AI or TI? Uh, TI, actually. <laughs> they gave him like a, they gave him a book of Italian. <laughs> He's like, I think I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got this one, though. <laughs> I think gelato is some type of ice cream. <laughs> so... <laughs> It says Chow's okay. got something to do with dinner. I don't know what it 
Sounds like eating. Uh, since the invention of writing in se- several thousand years ago, humans have come up with a myriad of scripts to turn phonetic sounds of spoken languages into something visual. Most of these written languages have been already deciphered, from Egyptian hieroglyphics to Mayan inscriptions to ancient Chinese writing. In some cases, linguists have gotten lucky when it came to breaking the codes of languages. The Rosetta Stone, for example. Other times, they sp- that Rosetta Stone is real? Yeah. What? It's like a big stone. Do you like touch it and you? Can... Yeah, that can decipher all languages. No. Yeah, you spit. You like hold it up and you put it over like a- anything that's written, and you like have to turn it with these little blocks that are in it. Oh, okay. So the Rosetta Stone is like the giant slate thing. Yeah. Oh wow, that's cool, guys. Rosetta Stone's cool. It's like an old stone. <laughs> that's what I was trying to say. Anyway, but a few lost languages still trouble epigraphers which i guess are the dweebazoids who do this stuff what's an epigrapher oh it's those who study ancient inscriptions for example the writings of old milk and zapotec are still a mystery ancient pro-elamite script of mesopotamia the most notable undeciphered language may be the writings of the indus valley civilization which has seen numerous decoding attempts and not yet how can you not figure it out you know you ever think about that how would you you know if there's just some shit written on a wall or like a rock, like how do you figure that out? Just trying to, just trying to spark a little controversy here. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, actually, no. Good point. This actually leads me. Um, how would you? I don't know. On my bike ride today, I I rode past a Vietnamese restaurant and I saw a character on the side of it, and I saw it. And I was like, that's a beautifully designed character. Um, just I liked the shape of it. Were you in Little Vietnam? No, I was uh, over on Fullerton. <laughs> okay, Fullerton better at night. <laughs> but uh, I I saw that I was like that's just beautiful. Also, for those of you, of you who are out there that don't live in Chicago, there is actually a Little Vietnam. I was not making a joke. Oh no no yeah there is a Little Vietnam. Yeah good good sensitivity. It's in, it's in uptown guys on Broadway. <laughs> um, but I I saw that I was like that's beautiful. I have no fucking clue what that means. You know what I mean? I had no idea if it meant like restaurant or something yeah. or if it was some other. I don't even know how it's used. It's and just, it, I guess to your own point, like, yeah, how the fuck would you know? Like if there's just some stuff written down, there's not like pictures or anything drawn with it. How do you figure it out? There's no way. I think that if people say that they're figuring it out, they're fucking lying, dude. Well, apparently there's people who study it and can't do it. Yeah, because how would you? Okay, but. <laughs> it so, doesn't like it. Like there's no way that you would just. There's, it just you couldn't. Yeah, but hey, AI is doing it. Ti should be making <laughs> music. Ti, you need to stop being epitographer. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Ti just has an album called what? What is this? The study of this called again? Epi- oh yeah, epigrapher. <laughs> Ti, the epigrapher. Um, okay, cool so AI show. is figuring it out how we made AI. So how would it figure it out? That's what I mean. So the process of training an algorithm also involves comparing its answers to known values. When a language is entirely deciphered, however, this is impossible. Oh, when it when it is entire. Oh, when it's entirely undeciphered, you can't tell an algorithm yes, this is a bike, or no, that is a word that means stop. If you don't know either of those, so. They have to find new ways. To, so basically, they teach these AIs an elaborate matching game, and then they try to teach it, I guess, to learn different uh, patterns that they see in undeciphered languages. I'm just curious. Like, I'm sure, and we're going to have an epigrapher on next week to help clear all this up. But it, I mean, it's got to be 
a pretty fun profession at first, right? Like when you're yeah, learning all this stuff, doesn't it have gotta, to be kind of cool? It's got to, I think here's, I think at first you mean like when you're picking it. Yeah. Well, that's I what think, I mean. Like, like epigraphy 101's got to be a fucking trip. Like the, but then <laughs> like, like, this is once cool, you get deep into it, it's gotta fucking suck. It's gotta be dude. so boring. So, so boring. It's gotta be like, but sp- also, maybe not. I get it. I like solving, I like riddles, I like puzzles. Puddles. <laughs> I like I like puddles. I like riddles. I like, <laughs> I like puddles and I like rizzles. <laughs> I like puddles. I like riddles. <laughs> Is this Ti like doing? My, I like it when my uncles play the fiddles. Ti, <laughs> we really need you to get back to music. I'm glad you're doing music again. <laughs> I'm back, baby. We do need to decode this Mesopotamian um, manuscript. No, but I get. It. I, get I like I like solving like a little a little riddle or a little puzzle yeah, absolutely. or like trying to figure something out. Did I that? To have that be your whole life, boo! You have like you have like one transcript you're working on your whole life. I'd burn a building down. It's one transcript, or like one like thing like you're just you have to decide what. <laughs> well, yeah, because you have to assume that like so much like years of your work would be like finding one ancient Mesopotamian like little transcript or like th- something that was carved like language, trying to figure that out. Imagine like, years of your life. I know. Imagine. Like ages and ages from now, if we're still around. Um, but if the aliens, who come, us or humans, 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 if humans are around or people aren't like you know, if nothing was carried on of our language, because if you think we're we're but a blip right now as far as great history goes, but a blip. Ooh, that's some ASMR. But a blip. <laughs> we are but a blip. Um, but imagine somebody has to decode us like years from now, and they just are spending. They've spent. You know, three hundred years because their lives are longer. Uh, working on this one thing, it's passed on from generation to generation. There's suddenly it's just like, guys, we finally figured it out. This is Malcolm in the Middle pilot script draft <laughs> one, <laughs> and they just spent their whole life just coding the pilot yeah. to Malcolm in the Middle or something. Like that's what it'd be like for us. Like they're probably what they probably have is like a trade agreement or something like that, or they have like. Something that's the equivalent of I'm selling X amount of corn. These aren't ancient secrets, you know? Yeah, we would know them by now. We might not. Potentially. But I'm just saying, like, like what? Yeah. they're not going to tell us anything new. Like, they, it could just be some shit written on, like, written down that's just like, sun rises in the east, yeah. sets in the west. <laughs> like, damn, that's pretty smart, man. That's and profound. Then. Fuck off. <laughs> imagine, like, an AI reads it, and it is something like the aliens are coming back in the year 2050 AD. And then <laughs> the researcher's like, hey, what's it say? <laughs> it's like, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Um, it says, it's honestly kind of really hard. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Nothing. <laughs> It's like there'll be a special place for the robots who decrypt this. Oh, guys, we might want to just get rid of this one. We should just throw this away. It's pretty, pretty boring. I'm, I'm bored. And uh, that's the problem with AI. And that's the problem with AI. And honestly, the problem with TI. Wow. Well, no, there's no problem with TI. He's man. great. He's flawless. Actually, I think he's a little problematic, isn't he? I don't know. He said he had to bring him out. Was that him? Yeah. I thought that was Luda. No, that's TI. Are you man. right? Yeah, are we allowed to play songs on this? Uh, yeah. It is T.I., you're right. I know. If I could, Do you just want to play it? Who are you talking to? Just play it. Bring them out, bring them out. <laughs> Put it to the mic. 
I have decoded the ancient scriptures. They say there is an artist who is promised. He is the one to bring balance to all of epigraphy. It's T.I. Andy was in Ant-Man. This is the best podcast we've ever done. <laughs> he was in Ant-Man, too. Man, thank He's you. so good. Was he, he was in 2, too, right? <laughs> he, he was in 2, too. Thank you. I should say him and the Wasp. Thank you, T. Lou, for that excellent social studies rec. We didn't really talk that much about the article. Well, actually, yeah, we did. We got through the whole thing. I didn't really pay attention I to what you I kind of breezed through the last one. Uh, but thank you for that. That leads us to our last section of the podcast today. That is going to be the guidance office. The guidance office. The guidance office. This week I asked people to ask us questions about like school-related questions. School-related questions. Have we got yeah. a few? There's a few, some, um, uh, for everybody, every, everybody that puts one in here that listens to it, uh, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. If everybody that submitted an answer listens to this podcast, I'm not going to read all of them. Some of yours were bad. So, okay. Sorry. Okay. Uh, first one, did you ever cry at school? Did you ever cry at school? Did you ever cry at school? That's a good question. Do you, for me. Do you feel, care? Do you, who said that one? Do we, oh, those, what, should we just keep these anonymous? Mm. Yeah, I don't want to tell names. Okay, yeah, you're right. It makes it seem no like we point. have more listeners. Um, <laughs> did I ever, uh, did only you? only in uh, I cried in school in I think it was third or fourth grade. Okay, I had so I had this I had this incident happen where we my family took in this stray. It was like a big German Shepherd, and. It was like a pretty cool dog. It had some like anger problems, but it was cool with the fam. Yeah. You know? And then there was one day where it was like a nighttime and it was sleeping in my room and I was just like a dumb little kid and I walked up and I was like, I'm going to hug the dog. Yeah. (laughs) And it was like fast asleep and I think I startled it Uh and it just like straight like jumped on me and like ripped my cheek open. Oh gosh. Yeah. Like you could see the teeth. Ah, through. <laughs> I do remember you talking about getting yeah. your face ripped open before. So I think that I don't remember what happened, but somebody asked, like somebody in school, like asked me why I was out for a long time, and I was like, "Yeah, I got bit by a dog," and they were like, "Whose dog?" And I was like, "My dog." <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "What happened to it?" I was like, "I think my grandpa shot it." Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, he did shoot it. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, I just was like, I was crying because I was like, I was like scared that I had just gotten bit by a dog, but also I was like, eh, fucking yeah, my dog's dead. And you like finally processed yeah. it with that person. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I think it's my fault. I, my grandpa shot it, and I think I'm the one who got it killed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think that's the only time I cried in school. Oh, me? It was. Uh, I'm positive I've told the story of breaking my collarbone on the podcast, but I broke my collarbone in seventh grade. Came back in and uh, to the class, and it was pretty clear that something was fucked. I could like couldn't move my arm, like your collar. It just like hurt so bad. Yeah. Like my arm, obviously I can move, but the fact that there's so much pain on that, and uh, I don't know why. Like I was clearly injured pretty bad, and I had gone to the nurse, and they were like, "You're gonna have to go home. Like you're gonna have to go like probably to the hospital and see what happened." And they're like, but you do like need to go back to your class and get your books. 
was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, Ugh. <laughs> I was like, you know, the, the stage of crying where you're like, you're kind of like half over it, but there's like yeah. some aftershock. So there was, it was kind of like that. <gasps> okay. I guess. Okay. <laughs> it was like that kind of crying. Yeah. And like, I like went to my class to, and I got my backpack from the corner. And then after I got my backpack, my teacher was like, Hey, you know, there's like little racks, uh, like those little um, metal racks underneath desk chairs. Yeah. It's still like you could hold stuff in. But he was like, hey, you left um, you left a book underneath your desk, too. <laughs> I was like, oh, are oh. they fucking with you? I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I went and picked it up, too. And like, I remember everyone just like looked at me as if I was like dying. Like, whoa, whoa. And like, not a soul like got up and got my book for me or yeah. anything like that. They're just kind of like, Whoa. yeah. Cause like, why would they? They're middle schoolers, man. Fuck you. I was like, I gotta go. Everybody home. else has got their own props. I gotta go home. <laughs> that's the main time I remember. I'm sure there was some other times, but that's the main one I remember. Um, so next one, I feel like we've talked about this one before, but I guess we could touch on it again. Sure. Uh, who were you in high school? Like your stereotype. If you could go back, who would you want to be now? You don't want to be now. Okay. I'll go first on this one then. You go. Uh, I was probably more. These are those tough questions because I bet everybody else would like other people would give you a different answer. <laughs> um, but I think I was kind of like fre- freshman and sophomore year. It's like middle of the road, funny kid. Like I was funny. I was still like a little bit tubby. Like being funny was pretty much my identity uh, along with like kind of doing well in school. But that was when I started just like only start caring about the things I cared about. Um, was definitely not a jock by any means, but pretty that classic example of the person who floated between friend groups pretty effortlessly and my whole core like dude friend group was like all those kind of guys. Yeah. It was all like people who like could kind of hang out with the cool kids in class, but also were playing Pokemon like in class. But my school has also got weird because my in my first in ever to the quote unquote more popular kids was because I was like unabashedly playing Pokemon Diamond version on my DS in class during yeah. like silent reading time, and this one kid was like I like I, don't, I think he legitimately liked it, but he was for sure a cool kid. He was like, "Dude, you playing Pokemon Diamond? Cool." <laughs> I was like, "What? You think that's cool?" And that was kind of how we got to know a lot of these guys. So yeah. like. There was just a, there was like nerdy cool guy that kind of turned more like, like less like nerdy in the intellectual sense, more like just knowing a bunch of people. Pretty much your your funny guy, every man. Yeah, I was so middle of the line, dude. Like a lot of our, our school, my school at least, would separate people by like activities that they were in a lot. Mm. And I just got lumped in like, he's a cross country swimmer kid. Uh, a lot of the time because i think that we would all whenever whatever sport we were in like we would end up hanging out constantly whoever yes like, whoever my teammates were at that time like that was just like who i was with always and that i had with volleyball but i feel yeah. like everybody else had that much more with like football players were since there's so fucking many yeah. of them you had like your whole ecosystem but like there's really just like a 12 volleyball players yeah, which is I like. It's hard to classify myself as many like as like one specific thing because then like senior year I did nothing but like hang out with like like soccer girls and like kind of like artsy kids like choir people, um, 
So I don't even know. I think it's it really, dude. It what I would a question been. like this super depends on who you're talking to. Yeah, because I think if you talk to, if you talk to like my friends, like my my closest friends, and we all kind of like really broke up who we were. There's definitely like the more athletic ones. I was probably like more on like like the artsy cool guy end, and then like but then to other people like to, like if I was perceived as the cool guy by like the less cool people of the cool people i was the fucking dweeb yeah you know what i mean like of those people i was like the one that they were all like dude do you drink like it was like all those kind of like yeah. I, I was like the bottom of the totem pole there and like the top of the totem pole in other places but like my most comfort zone was just right there in the fucking middle yeah i think that the only thing that i could think of i wouldn't want to be different in really any way i liked my high school experience, I don't like revere it in any way. I don't want to. I've never been one that wants to go back to no, it. Like, no, I'm, no, no. I had a fine time. If some weird thing happened where they were like, "You have to go back to high school, but you get all your knowledge," I'd be like, "That makes that's cool. I'll just that's fine. Get really rich in in gambling stuff. I'll do be- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll do better. Yeah, I was like, fun. I'll probably do better in life. So that's cool. Yeah, like I'll I'll go through it it's again. A nice leg up. But the only thing I think that I would I would have like I got invited to lots of parties and stuff like post prom post like dance parties and just like regular weekend parties i probably would have partaken a little bit more in like drinking and stuff like that because i was like so terrified and of it then and like thought it was such a bad thing but now i'm just like realized like oh fucking like everybody that i know from college drank in high school except for me like majority of people yeah um and i was like what the fuck was i doing like everybody's having so much fun before this and now i now I'm not. Like, yeah, I was like, now yeah. I can catch up. <laughs> I would have I would have definitely chilled out a little bit in regards to like thinking about what other people thought of me. And then also I it, most generically I probably would have just like tried harder in certain areas. Like I was like yeah, I always too. like super bottom of the end of like the volleyball spectrum to the point where I was just practice squad videographer basically yeah. senior year. I got to dress mainly one game. And I remember at the time going, it's like, man, this fucking sucks. Like, everybody else is on, like, the team team. And I, I just, like, practice and, like, tape the games and play sometimes. And when I look back at that time, I did nothing to make myself better at volleyball. <laughs> like, nothing at all. I didn't, like, care about the volleyball that much. Like, I got good by the virtue of playing with really good people all the yeah. time. But there's other people, uh, my really close friends to this day, who still play it and still really disciplinedly play it. And they were like, you know, they, the kind of guys who get mad at themselves when they do bad after practice. Yeah. I only ever got happy when I did well. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and I was like, baseline, this is fun. And like, was elated when I did well. And when I did bad, I'd be like, this sucks. I did bad. But like, I was never like, now what did I do to do bad there? I'd be like, this fucking sucks. Yeah. I think that I would have definitely, I would definitely switch up activities. Um, if I went back, I would have, I would have not played four sports. I would have only swam uh, and just done it like year round because I would have been so much better. Yeah. Um, not that I was bad, but I could have just been a whole lot better. Um, and I think I would have done more theater stuff. Mm, same. I think, I, think I, uh, I think I would have been better at it. I think I could have been good at it and I just never did it. Like I was just too busy with sports stuff. I never even thought of it as an option. I couldn't because like, mm-hmm. I just had practice every day. I also think I would have been, I think you were pretty, like, you. I don't think you were, like, mean to anybody ever. 
I think I would like. I think I, I would know. get like a little mean and just say shitty jokes. I to was people. mean to some people. I was mean to like people I Definitely was close wasn't. with, and like at a certain point, I totally didn't like understand like how bad that can make other people feel until later. Like there's been like a hand, like a couple times at bars where I've like gone up to people like post grad and been like, yeah. "Hey, sorry, of like shit I said in like high school was shitty." I just because I just I just like really probably like took advantage of the fact that like I was usually pretty sharp and usually pretty fast in high school so like not a lot of people like fucked with me in that way they would yeah. like fuck with me like everybody like like everybody was better than me at one aspect of something i was good at there was always a funnier person around there was always a smarter person around but i was in by average like usually able to kind of like jab people and i think to a certain extent that was just like way shittier than i thought it was maybe yeah you're like the liz lemon when she goes back to her high school reunion. Oh, yeah. She just, and like, she, finds like, out. She turns out she was the bully. She oh, yeah. Bullying her. I mean, there's, like, yeah, just so many times, like, I thought I was, like, being edgy. Or, like, if I, like, I know this person so I can really push the boundary of this joke to get, like, either shock value laughs or just, like, weird, like, absurd humor. Yeah. That I just, like, I, th- I think you grow out of eventually. But that person then forever has that as a part of what's shaped who they are like the same way it kind of shapes who you are afterwards in terms of like shame and like guilt of it it shapes them in terms of like this is something that like annoying happened to me in high school and i think i probably had my fair share of like oh i was an annoying thing that happened to someone in high school based on just like i was the allowed dude in class you know i um i was never too mean to anybody uh except for people that like I felt like deserved it. Like I was, it was not too different from what I am now. I was like pretty brutally honest, and I just remember like there would be like people like, like younger kids on sports teams that would be talking to me and like that would just say shit to me that just pissed me off. And I'd be like, dude, you fucking suck. <laughs> I'm like, I don't like talking to you. Why? Why would you come over to my group of friends? Get out of here. <laughs> Which is mean, but it's also like they like I I was saying it because they like were being shitty. Like <laughs> <laughs> I just remember this one kid who was like uh, like this he was like a freshman or a sophomore when I was a senior and he was just a a little prick to everybody. And I was like, honestly, dude, get the fuck out of here. Like, you're so annoying. Like mm-hmm. you're really bringing down the mood for everybody. You need to get away. <laughs> Yeah, I do. I do remember that. Which, like, I like didn't like. Like, looking back, like I could have thought about what he had going on, and like he was just trying to fit in and stuff. But also, like, you can fit in by being nice. Like, yeah, and cool. (laughs) Yeah, and I think you know, there's always everybody's gonna have moments where they're shitty in high school, moments where they're nicer in high school. And I'm sure there was like entire groups of friends who I perceived myself being mean to, who then go home and fucking are like real shitheads to their parents. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, there's always like a, a million different stories that stem from everything, but. Oh no! I don't think I think the hypothetical of that specifically is like difficult to think about because like going back and changing things like I would probably just be like real quiet, study, talk to people. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't really quiet. I was I was pretty loud, pretty Mm -hmm. rambunctious. Um, I'd probably just be a little bit more. If I if I went back now, I I would have just switched up activities. Probably would have taken a different route, college level. Like, yeah, I just would have like done it. I would have shown more respect. The the different stuff would have come later on rather than high school. Yeah. Um, you want to do three more? <laughs> if, if if they're quickies, 
That could be quirky. What were your, what was your take on getting Valentine's in school? <laughs> that was. <laughs> Where is don't, that one you from? Don't need to say it. Where is that one from? It's from your fucking joint account with your boo. <laughs> <laughs> it's from. Here's a card for that Instagram follow. Here's a card for that on Instagram for a deluxe card. Uh, I wanted to skip it, but it was a good one. All right. You know what? Honestly. Yeah, I know I asked that question. That was from me. Oh, that was from you? Yeah. I, th- I figured it was Michelle. No, it was from me. <laughs> but um, it was... Honestly, my take on that was... I, I, I kind of always felt that they were disingenuous. Oh. I just got so many personalized ones. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. They were fucking dumb. I, I just, hated making them. I always thought they were dumb. I always... I knew I knew that I hated making them, so I knew that everybody else hated making well, them. One, I hated going like, okay, this one's for Britt, this one's for Sarah, this one's for Steve, this one's for yeah. Bob. And then like, but also at the same time thinking like, but so-and-so's got to know this one's really for them. <laughs> yeah, know? but it was exactly the same. But it looked the Except same. Except for maybe you'd draw a little heart, but how the fuck would they know? I also just didn't like... I, I mean, if if you're like an overthinky little kid, like I was in a lot of circumstances, you, I would get the Valentines and and do the same flip of that, where it'd be like, yeah, I don't give a shit about Brit's Valentine, but so yeah, look at yeah. Fucking Susie's Valentine, <laughs> but Susie, she meant it. <laughs> <laughs> Susie hot pants over here. Hey, whoa, <laughs> that's my take on it. Hey, we we both got it. Uh. What's the likelihood of humans living on another planet in our lifetime? Pretty high. I would say medium. We call them the moon? I would No, you can't. No. Um, I'm going to say medium because I think we're too distracted with dumber shit. Well, like I think fucking Mar- making Mar- our phones better. Well I, well, I think Mars is the only one we can do. Yeah, unless like, like we legit the only go one to other universes but, or galaxies. But like, here's, here's my... Here's my thing. I think we're too goddamn single track minded into like making our daily lives better that we're not worried about that kind of shit. And that's what like drove away drove away NASA and stuff that made it really not a thing anymore anymore. Sorry guys. <laughs> what is that? I got a lot of burps. <laughs> I I don't know enough about this to really say, but I I feel like there's enough Mars enthusiasts and by enough I just mean a handful that have money. That I think at least to get one person on Mars. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Like, you only need one. I think person that we on... could land somebody there, but I, I don't. I think that like by the time we stop fucking being distracted by phones and TV and laptops and shit, and like making those better, uh, we're just gonna like be so close to extinction that's gonna be too late. Gotcha. Well, I would think if this person's question is asking, are people gonna be living and by. My definition of that would mean like living and like trying to thrive on Mars in our lifetime with some biodomes and some new ecosystems built up and in some, like, our ter- lifetime. That no, no, no. That's well. If that's the real question, then I don't think so. Like, I don't think that means like general lifespan, like sixty to seventy more years. Because like I'm only living like twenty more years, probably. Yeah, but... I don't think I'm making it to forty nine. <laughs> oh, well, that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> but uh, uh, I think to have like a hand, like a like a camp of people on Mars for a, like a few weeks for a mission, I think we'll probably have that happen in our lifetime. But this is living on another planet. I mean, they're technically living on another planet. No, that's camping on another planet. <laughs> 
Do you want to live in the woods this weekend? Yeah, if you fucking if you drive up to Upper Michigan and you stay there for a week, you're not living in Upper Michigan. I know. Well, that's you're why that's why I qualified it by saying if people are really living and trying to thrive somewhere, then yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen in our yeah, lifetime. No. But I think if people are just you know camping for a little bit, it's a good way to put it. Okay, last one. Okay. What was the best class you took in college and why? What was what about worst slash least useful? So Whoa. what was the worst and the, the the best and the worst class you took? I got a quick worst one. Or least useful. Quick, quick worst one. I got a I got a worst one. Okay, quick worst one. And I guess it felt we went we both at least we overlapped for mine a couple per- years. Yeah, mine pertains to the first two years. For okay, so ba- both shout out Ball and Wallace University, proud sponsor of the show. Hope you can also hear the crickets in the background right now. Summer is a poppin'. And Somebody's that's just some color for the podcast. So this is a long podcast, dude. Shut up, dude. I know. I'm excited about it. Keep going. I know you <laughs> love long pods. Uh, I wish we did a four hour pod. We can one day. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a testament, I think, to the new format work and it's, it flows. Um, <laughs> so worst class. It, it was a fun class and it was cool and it was neat. It was called. Um, History of the atomic bomb parentheses, um, oh my god, what the fuck? What was it really? It used to be called something else. Oh, nuclear physics. It used to be like new. It used to be called like nuclear physics one hundred and one. Mm-hmm. And really, what they're what they taught you was like the the fundamentals of what nuclear physics was, and it's like how does that actually pertain, and how did that make something like the atomic bomb? And they found out most people weren't taking. Uh, that class just yeah. by virtue of like how scary it sounded. Um, so they changed it to history of the atomic bomb. So half of the class is they taught you the history of the atomic bomb and the Manhattan project and all that kind of stuff. In the back half of the class, they taught you the science of it. Kind of a cool sounding class, right? Yeah. Mine, my best is going to go along with this. So, so here's why it was the worst, at least for me, it was my first year of college. Didn't really care about that class at, as a liberal arts, like, college you just have to take science classes yeah so this class was half full of first year science majors who wanted an interesting science class as part of their curriculum the other half are people who could not give a fuck about it myself (laughs) being one of them the teacher was almost too meta about it like the class was almost too accommodating because he said first day he said if you try hard in this class and you succeed and you really do well on the tests and quizzes, you'll get an A. It sounded like a normal pep talk at the time. Then he said, if you just want to show up because you're a non-science or non-STEM major and you just need a credit, show up every day, you'll get a B. That's not a good pep talk. So I showed up every day and I got a B. (laughs) I just like, (laughs) I tried for like a week. The history stuff I did fine on, it was all multiple choice, like, who was part of the Manhattan Project. And then the sec- the science kicked in in the second, and I just fucking snooze-fested that class. I was like, I'm going to get a B anyway. I started getting, I got like legitimate Bs on quizzes. So I was like, well, if I'm going to get a B anyway, yeah. why the, the, the carrot is gone from this scenario. I'm not chasing anything. I got the B and I went home. And it was fine, but in retrospect, it was like, what a stupid fucking waste of time. Yeah. Mine comes from those first two years as well at BW. My 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 worst is going to come from there. My best is going to come from Kent State. Uh, worst liberal arts studies. That's not 
That's not a thing. That's not uh, like a that's not like a thing I did. Like at a school, like I went to a liberal arts school and I did studies there. That's a class. Dumbest class ever. I had a horrible professor. She truly sucked. She was so boring. <laughs> uh, everything about it I hated. I was, I, I was sitting there in that every day I sat in that class and I was like, what is this? Why am I doing it? Like I was like, what are we? This isn't even a subject. Like, I'll expand on this too in my second one. Is this your favorite one? It's not my favorite. I have a point though. Oh, uh, miserable. So, so miserable. She, like, just spouted out conspiracy theories the whole time and walked around like a raptor lady. It was the worst. So, to that point, I was a film studies major. It's hard to point out. I, I, there were some classes that really, truly sucked that were just, like, a bum out to talk about just because it was such a non-well-formed film program. Like, the analysis stuff was great. The production shit was awful mm-hmm. but um but they were all super fun like they were yeah. all like stuff i liked to do so it was hard to pick out something in my major that i really truly disliked um but i will say that same class is called las 200 um i actually really liked mine i hated my man and i think my, my teacher like... it was my most impactful class for me total for my whole like academic experience even beyond college it was my most impactful class Funny enough, because yeah. I don't know why the the paradigm shift in my head happened when the teacher uh, shouts out Professor Steiner. Um, she basically just was like, in our first day, first personal essay, you, you started that class writing a personal essay. You just had to write, like, who are you? In so many words, in about three pages as a double-spaced essay. And then you had one-on-one meetings with the teacher, this is my second semester of college. I got didn't do that. straight B's my first semester because I just had that. I had a high school mindset where I was like, whatever, this is fine. And I'm not like Mr. Smart guy. And she read my writing in that essay. And she was probably the first person since this one guy in high school who I really liked who was like, you're a really smart, good writer. And that was like the first thing she said to me when I sat down. But it was, with, it was very incredulous. She was like, hmm. She's like, you're actually kind of smart. I was like, yeah. But it's probably more like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And you, she, ta- you know who you're talking to? And she was like, well, that's interesting because based on kind of how you act in class and how I've seen you around campus, I would never think that. And <laughs> I was like, damn. And she was like, she's like, you are very smart. It seems like you do- I know you don't read the assignment. And I know when you pitch in in class, it's reactive you never come with anything thought out and but when i read this you can i see a very different student and you could and i'm like i'm going to give this an a but i would give like what you give in class like a c or a low b but like you're definitely like an a student so like why don't you behave like an a student and that was like the first time it was like very very effective coaching where i was just like oh shit (laughs) and then like i was fucking boom ready to go in that class every day and i like fucking nailed that class and it literally was i would i attribute to me getting besides a couple hiccups here and there like straight a's the rest of college nice yeah mine was different i think a class (laughs) i think like that a class like that depends on the professor i also think a teacher like that actually but also a teacher like that wouldn't work on me either i'd be like toots (laughs) <laughs> whoa <laughs> baby baby girl <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. i just don't know you talking about bees 
A bee's cool with me. Well, here's here's the other thing though too is maybe she said that to every single student. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. I mean, she did. Like she sent me some very nice emails like yeah. after the fact, and like she ended up like hooking me up with a job in college. A little That's bit really later cool. On. I uh... so that that class was like it yeah. is a bullshit class. It's not a class that you should take much like. Um, fucking nuclear physics 101 but yeah, it, was it was like just, it did it its job miserable. I, it I, 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 I really hated it um, and I like I had classes that were miserably hard and I preferred them to this class because it was just like it felt so so incredibly pointless uh, Dalton's not alone here gang pretty much by and large everyone hated this class one thing you could you felt it when you were at Baldwin Wallace but I learned a lot. I learned it much more so later on that it was just it was a marketing tactic. It was just one of those things that they tacked on yeah. to the curriculum because they wanted to stand out because there's five bajillion liberal arts colleges in Ohio. So mm. they wanted to be like, but we like we don't just teach liberal arts. We teach the course in liberal arts yeah. or we wrote the book on liberal arts. The same thing they did uh, years later something. with the four year graduation guarantee, which also was bullshit. Because it was, it would have stuff in there like if you got like a D in a class, you weren't like you know it. it yeah, it marketed itself as if if you do everything one hundred percent right, you're out in four years. And it was kind of like, well, yeah, obviously. But they literally wrote a program you had to sign, and it was it was really only if for some reason the university couldn't offer a course you absolutely needed, they would comp you the course and yeah, shit like that. It was dumb. Um. Do you want to do best, or do you want, or you did? That the, was best. LAS that was, probably, was your best. It, I mean, it's probably. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna interpret that as most impactful. Okay. I had like a couple classes. Like, I take it if you if you're in college, which you're not. Um, anyone listening, take a maybe a couple people. Take like a lit class, man. Lit was fun. That's cool. I took a Brit. Lit. I liked history classes a lot. Um, don't take art history. Don't, don't take like social science classes because those are never gonna be as fun as you think. They're gonna piss you off. Yeah. Um, they're actually my favorite psych and social and um, social sociology. <laughs> those are fucking hard, man. Like those can yeah, be tricky. Hard and like a lot of the times, like you don't get into the cool shit until like you're deep into it. They're super like, concept heavy too, and that's like higher level ca- like classes. It's you know? much harder to grasp. It's no um, math to it. My favorite class was I don't remember the exact name of it, but it was just a class on nuclear war films. Oh, um, took it at Kent State. Oh, I yeah. took it my last semester. It like the it was everything that I could like in a class, man. Like, didn't I recommend you do a Godzilla paper? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you the, the the assignments were just it was four papers. You turned them in throughout the semester, kind of whenever you wanted to. Uh, the class was awesome. You just went in there. You like chatted about film for like like 10 to 15 minutes and you just watched a film the rest of the time and nice like the rest like it was up to you to finish it on your own if you wanted to um you could write the papers about the films you watched in class or you could watch your own like boom everything about it was just fucking solid, money man like everything that i like and it was just like it wasn't like impactful like you had like an experience but it was mm. just like it was like this is i was like oh this is what i wanted to be doing Ah, like, that's another that's a good realization to yeah have. i was like this is like what i should have been studying always because this is what i want to do like granted i'm not doing it now but oh, like, like write and think about stuff yes but, really. I, but, this, but that's what i want to do i just wanted to like write about something that i care about and mostly what i care about is movies and tv and books <laughs> like that's <laughs> all i wanted to do like 
so that came very late in life. I probably would have been happier if I figured it out earlier, but yeah, I'm pretty happy where I am now. <laughs> oh, that's fun. That's the end of it. This is a fun pod. One. That's a fun pod. Yeah, guys, we're good. We might as well cruise into a cool 90. Are we at an hour 30? We're at hour 22. <laughs> <laughs> this might be our longest pod yet. I think uh, I can look it up. Hey, we don't need to look no, it no, up no, no. on air. No, no, no. Let's look it up on air. Let's see if we can officially make it the longest pod. All right. Let's make it the longest pod. Let's kill some dead air. You know what? Okay, so as I'm killing this dead air and looking up... Uh, so other classes I liked... I took podcast a, on Spotify. One of the hardest classes I took um, was called Freedom of Speech. And likewise, <laughs> likewise, it was it was four papers throughout the semester that you had to turn in but they had a strict deadline and they were 20 like like minimum 25 pages a piece damn and it was brutal dude that's like, too much brutal. <laughs> it was brutal dude <laughs> it was a hard class play man it was tough i you know what i ironically did i did hard did hard i did i did i did hard. hey girl i do hard i had a hard (laughs) (laughs) i had a hard time in two classes i think everybody would think i would do very well in number one was film history i had a hard time with because the way my film history was taught unlike every other film analysis class i had which was all paper focused and film focused this was fun fact focused like you would listen to this guy talk who i had for the classes and was lovely but for this class specifically he'd talk at you for an hour and a half and he just spat off the most random shit and then your test was this huge fill in the blank like a 50 question fill in the blank every two or three weeks and it would be as easy as this actress who later went on to OD starred in the Wizard of Oz. And then, you couldn't get that? No, that was the easy one. But then it would be like <laughs> this was the cinematographer's daughter from so and so. You know what I mean? It would yeah. be like so it'd be like so based on this guy's own interpretation of what's You know who was my you know who was my favorite class at BW? Was uh was theater lit because it like actually made me like go. Like, I was taking it with with a bunch of theater kids, and I liked it in general. Uh, just like learning about learning about plays and like having to read plays and stuff like that. And then at the end, we had to like actually put on like a little scene of a play, and it was the first time I'd ever had, like gotten like. <laughs> and you're like, ooh! I was like, this is cool. I like this. This I is play, really fun. I played uh, I played the Spartan woman in Lysistrata. Ooh! Yeah, Dalton. What? We've officially made our longest podcast ever. I don't doubt it. We've never Woo! gotten this far. No, we're only a couple minutes. Um, what was the longest one? Our second podcast ever, the sequel to Holes. We talked that long on the second one? We went an hour and 23 on we that one. We didn't know what we were doing. No, well, you also basically spent 45 minutes on Holes 2. Well, there's a lot to go No, no, no. That's I'm, I'm saying that's like <laughs> literally to this day what some people say is the best episode. <laughs> and you know what? One I still would plug to this day. Go listen to episode two of Homework with Go Friends. Go listen to ep two. But you, we've officially made the longest episode of Copying yeah. Homework and of any of podcasts we've ever made. That's something to celebrate. And we didn't even have any homework. We didn't, guys. We just, guess what? We could talk, guys. We do it every night. Chitty chat, chat, chat. Not every uh, night, but most nights. We're more on when we do this. Yeah. It's well, more I don't stress. know. Sometimes we're on, on. Sometimes yeah. we're more on. If you, get us, if you get us really drunk. And sometimes we're morons. And you morons. talk about the 2018 movies. Guys. Uh, we'll just talk about how much we hate him for 16 hours. We're going to do, I'm calling it, next week, 
the movie special. Why? That'd be kind of fun. We'll all just right, make all our it. poll questions movie related. Yeah, let's do it. Make movie. Uh, yeah, we're getting ahead of ourselves, guys. Thank you for listening. You can catch us on whatever you're listening to right now. Tell your friends about it. We're on every platform. I also clicked a button that uploads it straight to YouTube every week too. So I don't, I don't know if people do that. I shit feel like either. we should have a video podcast at this point. People would love it. Do a video podcast again? Yeah. Yeah, we could probably do a better one than we did before. Uh, gang, we love you. Thanks for listening. I'm Logan's underscore sketchbook on Instagram and at homework pod on Twitter. I am Dalton Gene Lee on all, everything. And as always, we'll get you later, baby. <laughs> Follow Logan on Instagram at Logan's underscore sketchbook and Dalton at Dalton Lee. Email us at homeworkwithfriends at gmail.com. We got you next time.